This is Shane Gibson's Closing Bigger sales podcast from ClosingBigger.net. Today, I want to talk about values, perception, and in particular, I want to discuss the concept of being on purpose. I think to a large degree, as we look at it, many people look externally for motivation. There's a thought that goes something like this, that what lies ahead of us is nothing compared to the journey that lies within us. To a large degree, most people look outside of themselves for motivation, for external sources, whether it's to acquire things, align themselves with people, to search for great information and abundance of the books that are available, there are the tapes, the programs, the seminars, the lecture on really how to motivate oneself or to a large degree how to pull that motivation from others. As we look at that, I think the key factor is we go back to that self-discovery, that self-exploration. If you're a sales professional, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a teacher, if you're a parent, we're really all leaders. As leaders, I believe one of our biggest jobs, our greatest jobs, our greatest gifts, is our ability to inspire others. As a sales professional, you're inspiring your clients to really engage and do business with you. If you're in the right business, and I hope you are, you're helping them truly find a solution that will benefit them through inspiration to a large degree. If you're a teacher, you're inspiring your students to learn to see what you see, to really develop a thirst for developing themselves. If you're a parent, you're inspiring your children to be great. As an entrepreneur, you're inspiring the world with your vision of what you're doing. If you're a social entrepreneur, you're probably engaging a community to really get behind your vision of how they can positively impact their local community or maybe even the planet. But let's take a look at this word, Inspire or inspiration. Inspiration. The root word for inspiration comes from the Latin word inspiro, which is defined as to breathe upon, to blow upon, to inspire, to put the spirit within. So I believe that if we're going to be inspirational leaders, sales professionals, social entrepreneurs, teachers, mentors, we first need to have the spirit within us in order to inspire others. So let's think about what inspired means. This is my definition, but I believe being inspired, let's talk about entrepreneurs now. Being inspired, or social entrepreneurs, community leaders, is about living our own personal values. Building a vision that embraces our values. That's a vision for our life, a vision for our community. This eventually results in a sense of community and a commonality around this vision if we're great at communicating and influencing those with our vision. All this can only happen through strong leadership. This is really key, but again, it goes back to the fact that we first need to lead ourselves. John C. Maxwell, one of my favorite leadership experts, authors, lecturers, leaders, I was digging for a definition of values for literally weeks before a major lecture I was giving a few years back. 
At that time, I was part of John Maxwell's Maximum Impact monthly CD program. And he had a great CD that was talking about values. And here's one of the things he said. And when he said this, I pulled the car over and literally wrote it down. Because I think this is one of the best definitions for values I've heard about organizations. Now, this can also apply to communities and families. Values are like glue. They hold an organization together. Values are like a ruler. They set the standard for teens' performance. Values are like a compass. They give direction and guidance. Values are like a magnet. They attract like-minded people. Values provide identity. They define and identify the team. So as we think about values, what John Maxwell says about values, is the key factors, in my opinion, is that too many people spend a large portion of their life being a fraud. And the person they're most fraudulent to, the one that they're lying to the most, is themselves. They don't truly understand or spend the time, or maybe they don't even know that in fact, the real goal in life is happiness. And when we're living in alignment with our personal values, that's when we are most like ourselves. That's when we're most honest to ourselves as to what makes us happy. So when I talk about knowing our values, it's about living our values And this means we succeed by our own definition of success. So when we talk about success, in my opinion, it's achieving an outcome that's in line with our own personal values. Now this might seem a little bit, I don't know, fluffy to you. I guess the word fluffy is kind of a strange term to utilize, but something without substance. So I had a concern for this as I began to study and look at values and how important they were I began to dig again and research all kinds of different areas. And what I was really looking for was scientific proof, or at least some really good studies about how values and being on purpose can truly impact us personally in positive ways. Is it measurable? Is there proof? There's all kinds of motivational gurus talking about it, but is it possible? Dr. David Cresswell and a team of other university profs and scientists with the University of California in Los Angeles and the University of California in Santa Barbara did a study called the Affirmation of Personal Values Buffers, Neuroendocrine and Psychological Stress Responses. I know that's a mouthful, but I thought I'd give it to you in case you wanted to Google it. And no, I'm not saying it again. What they did is they took two groups of students and they decided to look at what impact stress has on them physiologically. What they measured was cortisol levels. Now what's interesting about cortisol is that at certain levels in our body, it's positive for us. It often is kicked in during times of stress to help our immune system. But in times of extended stress, that cortisol can hit dangerous levels. It can prevent people, for instance, from creating new memories. It can affect concentration and memory retrieval. It can actually cause weight gain, especially in the midsections and thighs, from our caloric intake. In other words, nervous eaters actually gain more weight due to high levels of cortisol than those who eat the same amount that don't. The Mayo Clinic linked to brain degeneration and Alzheimer's disease as well. And in rare cases, it is also linked to Cushing's syndrome or Cushing's disease. So as we look at these things, that's a pretty negative thing floating around our body if we've got extended periods of stress. So here's how it ties into values. 
they took the first group of students in this test and they put them in a stressful situation when they're going through an interviewing process and they tested their salivary cortisol levels. Now what occurred here is after the stress kicked in, after they were stressed out by this interviewing process, and really these profs and the interviewers really grilled these students, within a short period of time, after the, the actual incident, their cortisol levels shot up and maintained at dangerous or unhealthy levels for up to 45 minutes after the stressful event. Then they took the second group of students. They sat them down and talked to them about being on purpose, about times in their life they felt totally successful, about goals in their life and how they're on track, and got these students really feeling totally on purpose with their life before they walked into these interviews. Putting through the same rigorous interview process and stresses, the second group of students' cortisol level barely shot up at all and in fact was lower up to 45 minutes after the interview than it was when they started. So why I share this with you is what Dr. Cresswell's study proved, among other things, was that feeling on purpose isn't just a feeling. It actually has physiological effects on our ability to deal with stress over extended periods of time. The on-purpose person, the on-purpose leader, the on-purpose parent or teacher is someone from a health perspective from a physiological perspective, can deal with stress in a more positive way by feeling and being on purpose. By knowing our values, we can create goals and paths and activities in our life that allows us to truly be on purpose on a regular basis. So I guess the purpose of this actual podcast is to really challenge you to dig deeper and explore truly what's important to you. Now, the consulting resource group, and you can actually get more information on them at crgleader.com, or I'll put a link also off the blog entry to them. They give a series of major values they talk about, but there's hundreds of them. But some of the major values they talk about are accomplishment, acknowledgement, challenge, cooperation, creativity, expertise, friendship, honesty, independence, instruction, intimacy, and the list goes on. But to a large degree, what I want you to do is sit down and really think about what for you is important. Often what I do is I look at what major goals I have. And, and then I ask a quick question, and why is this important to me? And I drill down and ask, and I keep pushing until I can boil it down to one word. I did this, and my five top values that came up for me were number one, intimacy. Number two, spirituality. Number three, friendship number four, creativity, and number five, independence. When I looked at these major goals, and then I looked at the times in the past week and month where I felt most on purpose, where I felt highly energized, where I could work for hours and almost forget I had to go for lunch, these were times when I was really doing things that were in line with these values. The times I lacked energy, the times there was stress or conflict with others that were working with me, I can track back to being times that were void of these major values. So I guess here's my challenge, and this is almost a question and a bit of a challenge for you to begin to explore, is really before we look outside for motivation, before we buy that next thing, before we splurge at Christmas to see if we can fill that values hole with another thing or goal, 
is versus looking outside is to look inside and really ask, what's most important to me? What major values, if I lived them in 2009, would help me feel totally on purpose and totally happy? Once you determine those values, then begin to develop New Year's resolutions or goals that are going to help you live on purpose and satiate the hunger that those values have. I also believe that when we're living within our values, we're probably using our God-given talents to their maximum. Often what we value has a lot to do with our major talents and those gifts we have that can most help us contribute to society. This is Shane Gibson's Closing Bigger sales podcast from ClosingBigger.net.